Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Welcome to The Connection, a weekly radio program where we share our experiences and expertise with stories of caring, courage, and change right here in Connecticut. Listen to learn about needed resources to improve your well-being and transform your life. Now, here are the hosts of The Connection, Lisa DeMattis-Lapore and Ann Baldwin. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to The Connection right here on WTIC News Talk 1080, as you just heard in the introduction. I'm Ann Baldwin, and I'm so excited to have Beth Connor joining me on the show today. Good morning, Beth. Good morning, Ann. How you doing? What a beautiful day. Oh, good, good. How are you? Good. The weather's been perfect, and... Uh, I've been following you on Facebook, watching the adventures of the new puppy. What were you thinking? <laughs> I don't know. I really don't know. But, you know, she has her moments where she's just so gosh darn cute that uh, it makes makes up for all the craziness. It does. Um, you know, yeah. and, yeah. you know, it's interesting. It's a whole nother endeavor, right? When your kids are grown and out of the house, like I know when we got our first dog, the kids were around and believe it or not, they helped out. And then later in life, when it's just you, it's like, uh-oh, who's going to do all this? And it's... It's yep, you, it's yep. you. And that would be me. Yeah, yeah it would be mm-hmm. me. But, uh, yeah, I keep saying, you know, next year it'll be better. Next year it'll be better. <laughs> next year it will be better. What kind of dog is it? Oh, she's a mutt. She's a mutt. She's, uh, she's very cute, but she, she looks like a lab, a uh, chocolate lab and husky mostly. Mm-hmm. You rescued um, her? Uh, no, got her from uh, someone whose dog had lots and lots of puppies. But wow. um, she's, she's got a good temperament and uh she is very cute but she's got a ton of energy so uh yeah it's a little difficult coming home from work and chasing after her (laughs) keeps you busy so let's get to our guest today we're so happy to have jessica smith who's the deputy chief of business development at the connection jessica thank you so much for being on the show today and beth i know that you and jessica work closely together at the connection so i'll let you kick things off well great so jeff thank you for being on the show today we uh, have been working closely together to create a really a new uh, wing of the agency, and uh, it's a, an area that we both are uh, excited uh, and uh, excited to see growth in. It's an area that uh, really is a new sort of business line for the organization, and very unique. I think we've always been the connection's always been an organization that's been innovative and look for unique solutions to some of the real difficult problems. Um, that our clients face. And this is just sort of an offshoot of that. Um, and it helps our mission uh, and helps us survive as an agency, which uh, is important in these times. So, Jess, I'm going to turn it over to you um, to talk a little bit about how and why we created this business enterprise. 
Sure, my pleasure. And thank you both for having me. I'm happy to be back. Um, so I think it's really important in terms of how we came to have, like you said, this, this piece of our business and how we really feel passionate about mission alignment in that area. So because, as you mentioned, Beth, we are a nonprofit ourselves, so we really get those unique challenges that other nonprofits face. And two years ago, at the direction of our CEO, we, we were tasked with looking at our own internal strengths, and what struck us the most was we were running excellent programs, and we had built infrastructure within the organization in areas like training. So we have our own training division, and we were training our 430-plus uh, employees in areas like corporate compliance, but also in areas around professional development and creating pathways for them. And so that really stood out to us, and we decided to, um, in uncovering that value, we decided to kind of what we thought was pivot and kind of just say individuals from the community can come to these trainings and hopefully gain uh, some kind of skill set that we feel our staff, we were getting overwhelmingly positive feedback about the value of our training department. Perhaps other organizations could benefit from that. And as we kept digging and looking at that infrastructure, Beth, you'll recall that we kind of uncovered that training and consultation to other businesses mm -hmm. to help them thrive had this overwhelming mission alignment because at the connection, we're already aiming to build safe, healthy, caring communities and helping other organizations meet their full potential. That's complete mission alignment for us. So instead of saying we're opening this whole new business and we're going to, you know, it's going to, nonprofits have limited resources. So we weren't going to be able to fund an arm of our business. Instead, we took the approach where we, it was complete mission alignment. Same reason you take a program and you run it where it may not be at break even because it aligns with your mission. So we were already running an internal training department and we had a ton of internal talent. So we decided to simply invite other individuals in the community to attend those trainings for what we feel is a really reasonable fee. And from there, we've built out this whole section of our company where we're offer offering those trainings, as well as consultation, business-to-business -business consultation to other nonprofits. Um, and we've been really fortunate in terms of the types of partners that we have um, connected with and the types of clients that we've been able to work with over the past two years. So, Jessica, Jessica, can you give us an example of some of the training that you have provided and continue to provide over the past two years? Mm-hmm. So... We're currently offering training in areas of professional development, like understanding traumatic stress and people who experience homelessness. That's real mission alignment for us. But we also are offering mental health first aid, which anyone in the community could benefit from. We have uh, Starbucks actually just came out mm -hmm. and said that they're going to require mental health first aid for all of their employees. Um, emergency responders have been, for the last two years under legislation, they have to receive mental health first aid, which gives you sort of a basic understanding of uh, the struggles that people with mental health disorders encounter and how they might be operating in the community in a, in a first line of defense type way, some basic skills that anyone can have to uh, be helpful and not harmful. So that's been our actually our most popular course. We did a series on coping with COVID trauma, which was appropriate because we did not anticipate a global pandemic in the midst of pivoting our business and uh, got a lot of support for that. We're also doing things around like emotional intelligence for human service providers. Uh, then clinical best practice is another area that we are really um, developing over time to see what it is that the community needs. We did a series on polyvagal theory, which anyone who works in human services on a clinical level, there's a ton of information out there on trauma, but we decided to kind of pull that together into a series so people could kind of learn and grow along with us. Um, and then we are doing some skills around Microsoft and Microsoft Excel in particular. So we actually partnered um, with the, Alliance, the Connecticut Alliance for Nonprofits and offered Excel training that we had been offering internally 
and partnered with them and had some great success in terms of really understanding the need that is out there for basic and more advanced Excel skills training. And then lastly, I'll mention our leadership development courses, which are uh, really kind of in demand in that there are a series of trainings that you can either purchase separately or together. And the focus is really on becoming an emerging leader within your own company. So what's it like to supervise the people that you worked with um, as a colleague? And how do you make that transition in a way that is beneficial? Uh, managing employee retention and engagement in a remote work environment. That's another one that kind of is a new need out there. Uh, Leadership Academy also offers team building, project management, and mentoring and developing internal talent. All things that kind of we can't learn in a one you know, six-hour training. This is about growth and development for leaders. Internally, we were really focused on developing our own emerging leaders and now offering that same thing to our partners in the community. You know, it was very uh, um, interesting that, as Jessica said, this all launched right before COVID. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was fortunate for us that COVID actually helped us, helped us launch this um, wing of our business because we were able to pivot and do these trainings virtually. Um, now we're getting folks interested in in-person trainings again. People are uh, dipping their toe back in that water. But, um, you know, Zoom has been our friend for the last uh, year and a half. And it's been a new way. You know, we talk about how things have changed since COVID. I was reading an article in the Heart, in the um, Wall Street Journal that was talking about how the world has changed and how people want to work now that COVID is, is you know, sort of behind us. Mm-hmm. And people that did work remotely uh, for a year, the last year, year and a half, still want to work remotely because they're valuing their personal time more. And they're, va- they're valuing the things that they did get to do that they weren't able to do when they were in the office five days a week. And how do employers respond to that? Um, and this training is, again, it's, it's one of those um, things that we can kind of pivot. We can do the trainings virtually. We can do them in person. So any way that an employer uh, is interested in working with us, uh, we're able to, you know, just uh, be there for them. Mm-hmm. And you, you make me think, Beth, about customization and how it's really easy to say on your website, okay, so we have these resources, this internal talent, this is what our team looks like, this is how they're qualified, and we'll customize any training to your needs, which is what anyone should be doing if they want to meet mm-hmm. the needs of their customer. But for us, we've kind of created a process internally that connects not only our business development team that's, that's creating all of the branded material that helps people understand what we can offer, but also linking our director of training to our customer very early on in the process to make sure that we truly understand what exactly it is, who are they as an organization, which team in particular are we training, where are they at in their own growth and development, what would be the best fit for them in terms of taking in the information, because we know that Sadly, 80% of the information we get in training, we kind of lose. And so we're taking a learning approach that says it's true collaboration. And so customization for us means we feel qualified. We make sure that we feel qualified to deliver that training. We take content and we customize it to the needs of that particular both organization and team. And then we try to deliver it in a way, like Beth said, is it best held in person? Is it best held virtually? Some people are still preferring a two-hour We did the Art of Trauma-Informed Group Therapy in a two-hour snippet with a couple other trainings in a series, and the team was able to digest that information with a a 30-minute processing component that we facilitated. And then they were instructed to journal by their CEO around their reaction to the content, any follow-up questions, and we were able to cycle back at the beginning of each consecutive training to process it. So we feel like that helps them really 
um, absorb the information into their organization and their practice in a way that might be different than just going to a two-hour training and forgetting 80% of the information. You know, right. If you're just tuning in, we're speaking with Jessica Smith. She's the Deputy Chief of Business Development at The Connection. And Jessica, you, you bring up a really good point because here at Baldwin Media, I deliver lots of trainings from crisis communication to media training. And it's so important that it's not a cookie cutter approach, right? You talk about the customization and the work that goes in before the training to really find out how you can optimize um, the situation and make it relevant, you know, to the folks that are participating. Because if you don't, I think that's one of the big, um, you know, roadblocks to retention in that people aren't paying attention because they know it's a cookie cutter approach. You're not speaking to them directly. And that's why that is so important. And then to your other point, not only providing the training, but then the circle back and follow up and kind of the critique. Um, What did you learn? What could we do better? Um, What were some of the main points so that people do retain that? Because a lot of organizations, you know, it's professional development really is what I, what I call it. And it's so good for everybody in, in so many ways. It's just, it's continuing education. And I think at some point, sometimes in our careers, we forget that we still need to absorb and we still need to learn especially in this changing world and all of the things that we're now exposed to. So I, I hats off to you for that. How do people access the training and where do you have your training programs? Where, where are they located? That's a great question. Thank you for that. Um, so they can find all of the information about the Institute for Innovative Practice at The Connection where we offer training and consultation at www.theconnectioninc.org. Okay, again, that website is theconnectioninc.org and you can access the programs. Um, and I'm assuming that if a program that someone's interested in isn't there, you'll figure out how to do it. And, and that's really how it's, it's great that you've reinvented that piece because so many nonprofits now um, are in the situation, right? What else can we do? How else can we generate revenue? How else can we reach out and embrace the community? And that's exactly what you're doing through these training programs. That's right. Our entire purpose is to support other organizations so, so that they can thrive and meet their fullest potential. And in doing so, we're generating revenue to cover funding gaps within our own organization and to be able to continue to deliver our mission. Um, there is one other component, I think, that's really interesting about the Institute for Innovative Practice that you know, might be interesting for anyone who's listening. Um, we do offer membership. So we offer membership of two kinds. Uh, the first one is to individuals who are in the human service field that need continuing education credit on an annual basis, usually to renew licensure. So for a fee, they are able actually to purchase all of the credits that they'll need and select any uh, trainings within our catalog up to that certain amount of credits for $199 a year. So they get their full, um, all of the credentials needed to renew their license for $199, which to anyone who's listening who has a license, they know that it can be really expensive and the burden is usually on the individual provider to uh, finance those CEU uh, units. So I think that's really helpful. And every year we, we release our catalog twice a year. So there's new content all of the time. Uh, the other way that we're offering membership is actually to organizations. So our partners have been really unique and really wonderful in uh, supporting us. And we actually are able to build within our learning management system we're able to build access for organizations for their particular, either um, the entire set of their employees or a subset of their employees. So an example of that would be if you have annual mandatory training in areas like corporate compliance, ethics, trauma-informed care, sexual harassment, which the state of Connecticut requires, we're able to create a subsite within our learning management system where your employees log in and they have a curriculum assigned to them on an annual basis. 
they are to complete it within any time frame that's set by the organization, and then we are able to report out to the organization uh, the compliance of all of the individuals who have logged in. So it's like on demand, right? It's flexibility. It's it is, yes. it's it's online and learning, it's total, and it's customizable, which is great. Mm-hmm. So it looks like your organization. Uh, it doesn't look like the connections organization coming in and training. It looks like organization ABC um, it, that's providing it to their own people. So we're able to pivot with that as well and uh, you know, uh, allow people to have us as a partner in their training uh, needs. So, Jessica, why don't you share with um, our listeners some of the successes that you've had with this training? You talked about Starbucks coming on board. I mean, obviously, that's a huge brand. Um, so... What kind of success stories do you have to share? So I think the thing we're most proud of, actually, is that the the feedback that we've created an environment that really welcomes feedback. So we're new to this space, and we have set the tone that we are in complete mission alignment. So we are really here to help other organizations thrive. And if we're really going to do that, we need to be open to all kinds of feedback. Sometimes negative feedback is the most helpful And what I've been struck by is that we receive an overwhelming amount of positive feedback. So an example of that is that one of our partners, actually, we just did a webinar on self-care for one of our uh, partners, and he took the time after to snip the chat of the Zoom platform because it was just this, this long list of positive comments about the content. And I thought that was so interesting because we always are worrying about on a a technical platform if we are engaging people in the same way we might have in an in-person environment. And so not only did they really like the content, they they felt connected to the trainer, they thought it was exceptional. He took the time in the end to send that to us, which I really thought stood out. We're also working with a partner doing um, some of our consultation, actually. We did training for them as well, but we're doing business-to-business consultation. They're a new startup. They're just a a newly incorporated uh, nonprofit. And... They also shared feedback with us that was, um, I had joked that I wish we were recording that meeting because it was so wonderful and I wanted to be able to share it with our team that, you know, the ability for our team to set the framework around project management and what they needed to accomplish, but then to go at the pace that is appropriate for them. Consultants sometimes come in and they have a very robust project plan and they kind of press to get through that to kind of own, to earn their own value. In our process, we understand as a nonprofit that change is a a very complicated process for organizations, and we are prepared to go at the pace of that particular organization. So here we were putting this pressure on ourselves to make sure we had the perfect project plan, we presented ourselves in a certain manner, and all of the things you want to do to do a good job. And what was most impactful was the space that we created with them, and I truly believe that that's because we are a nonprofit ourselves. You get it, exactly. So are any of these programs interactive? Yes. So our in-person trainings are and always have been, but our trainer has done a fantastic job of creating uh, dynamic content where when she is doing a webinar-style training, she does pause for questions and has um, sort of interactive components slides within the training. Uh, We do have a Zoom administrator on every call as well, so that person watches the chat and makes sure that every single question is answered and comments are shared. Of course, at the end, we open up to further questions. We share resources. It's a really transparent and dynamic process. But also on our recorded trainings, for example, we have a partner who we're doing a um, HIPAA-compliant, you know, client rights and safety-type training where they are just going to log on, they're going to receive that training recorded, and then they're going to get a certificate of completion. Even that training, the technology that we're using now, allows for question submission and follow-up for the learner so that there is no experience that isn't sort of like the 2D. 
you still have access to us as a resource. And I think it's important to note, too, that with the technology, we're not only working with organizations within Connecticut, we're working with organizations regionally, and we're talking with folks nationally. Um, we are prepared to expand our training infrastructure as needed um, as to meet the demands. We've had such a great response already, and uh, we're looking forward to growing this, this business. And, uh, you know, if we go to do an in-person training out of state, uh, then that's what we'll be doing. So we're, we're looking at this as an opportunity. Um, one of our staff, one of our directors said, gee, this sounds like a, a fourth service area of the connection. And, and we're really looking at it like that. We're embracing this, this change and this new footprint uh, for our organization. Absolutely. And, you know, another idea and a lot of opportunities that I found, like you said, with the technology and with travel now that's back opened up, you can go anywhere and you can provide this training. But the other piece is so many organizations have conferences, right? They're going to be back in person for their conferences. And to offer some of this content in breakout sessions uh, is, mm -hmm. is also great to be on the program to offer that. And uh, so it sounds like you've really got this figured out and it's going to continue to grow. And, and you have to do that. To your point, um, Jessica, it's, it's a revenue generator, but it's also a huge benefit as far as continuing mm -hmm. education to those people that tap into it. Again, yeah. if you want more information um, on the programs or on the training and consultation, you can go to the website, theconnectioninc.org. So what's coming up? What kind of programs do you have in the hopper? We are actually offering expanded series in our new catalog in the fall. We are in the process of planning it now. We took a lot of feedback from our uh, trainees and are, we're going to be adding membership as a premier item on our new website, which launches in August, and I hope people take the time to check it out. Um, the other focus for this coming year is consultation. Um, I should mention that because we have been able to offer project management consultation, program operations, because we have such a wide range of programs and so much expertise within the organization. We've done some grant writing. And we also are able to offer communications consultation where our team that does our social media and all of our promoting, they're able to do that for other organizations as well. So the focus will really be on getting the word out not only about all of the, the great new trainings we're going to have, but that component that I talked about around membership as well as really promoting consultations so that, like Beth said, nationally people understand the resources that we can offer in the consultation space as well. And this is for nonprofit or for-profit organizations. So we're, we're not discriminating against the for-profit businesses out there. Uh, they have training needs, too, and consultation needs. Um, so, you know, we're happy to work with any type of organization that, that has this kind of unmet need. Something else I'd like to mention is that uh, for us as a team, we are really committed to, as I said, understanding the needs of every organization that we work with or partner with. And so our first session is always at no cost. So anyone who is listening who thinks that we might be able to help, please do not hesitate to reach out via our website, and we will get back to you and set up a time so that our team can meet with you and really understand what it is that you're looking for. And we go from there, so no risk at all. And Jessica, if they would like to speak with you personally, uh, could you give out your phone number uh, for people that would like more information? Sure, no problem. Uh, I can also be reached at 860-343-5517 extension 1125 and would love to speak with anyone who's interested well it sounds like you've got a great thing and um, a proven track record which is so important it, this is not new this has been in the works for a while and it's working and you're getting positive feedback so um, again if folks are interested in this they can go to the website at theconnectioninc.org well this was great and i hope that some of the folks listening out there whether you're a business owner as best said a nonprofit or a for-profit 
uh, this is a, a great opportunity for continuing education for perhaps your employees. So many things, as you mentioned too, Jessica, where for licensing, uh, you need to get those, um, what do you call them, CUBs? CDs? CEUs, I almost got it. CEUs, continuing education units. Units, units. Who in the heck would call it a unit? But I guess that's what it is. Well, ladies, uh, thank you very much again for your time. And to all of our listeners out there, um, thank you for tuning in. And we hope that you're enjoying a wonderful uh, 4th of July weekend. So on behalf of myself and Beth Connor, uh, we want to thank you again, Jessica Smith, Deputy Chief of Business Development of The Connection. And thanks to you, all of our listeners, for tuning in to this edition of The Connection right here on WTIC Newstalk 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.